So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. With Doug and Tim. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Best, Worst Friends, episode 103. I'm Doug. Dude, not everyone should get to work from home, okay? <laughs> Some people need to go to a place Like first responders? Work. Doctors? Like specifically, like old, old people, specific old therapists is what I mean. I had a, <laughs> I had a, like a consult with a therapist because they're so fucking expensive that yeah, they're yeah. like, all right, we'll talk to you for a while, see if this is a good fit. And then it is essentially we'll a going. first date where you just yeah. know. If you're going to get fucked, it's only like financially in the long run via <laughs> giving him a lot of money, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so I called, he's he's like 50. Mm-hmm. Video chat? Just, yeah, it's video chat, first one. Yeah. Just, you just don't get to work for my, like, he told me, he was like, you're too quiet. And I was like, what? He's like, turn up the microphone on your computer. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works, man. And that just starts then, making you talk more. Anyways, me and my father, we have a strange relationship. You're just screaming. <laughs> and then, yeah, basically, I'm in my house like, I just don't really And no, he like, <laughs> he switched. And then he just, after a while, I was like, dude, I don't know what you're asking me to do. And then he switched headphones and he was like, oh, that's much better. Like, Come on, man. You're killing me here. <laughs> I understand that you have coworkers who are 20 and can totally work from home and it's fine. Yeah. But you're too old. You can't swing it anymore. Yeah. Someone like that who like there's whole IT departments who exist just because that person like unplugged their monitor by accident by like kicking the cord with their foot. And all IT does is just go and, and plug something back in. But otherwise, that person would have accomplished nothing that day. Yeah, <laughs> nothing would have gotten done because they're like the computer's broken. Yeah, like, I can't do it. The computer's broken. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Is the light on? Like help. <laughs> turn it off. He's a turn it off and on guy. There are certain yeah. people in the world who still just needed to be told to turn things off and on, and he's one of those dudes. You know what's another? But, like you were talking about, you can't work from home and do this job. I feel so bad for anyone who's ever had to do IT over the phone with like elderly people. That's got to be one of the hardest jobs in, you know, like roofing in July. And then right after that, I, doing IT with old people. No, I think it, I think it breaks your, um, I think it breaks your will to succeed. <laughs> but I think if you're helping elderly people over the phone with IT and you've entered fuck it, territory i bet that's the best job in the world just yeah. spend eight hours with someone who doesn't who doesn't know where to plug their mouse into the back <laughs> of their computer i mean but i guess an if, awesome gig if you're the kind of person who just wants the call to be as long as possible you're gonna have a great time doing something oh yeah like that. anyway how long was this consultation how long is a consultation it was appointment? it was supposed to be an hour damn uh we lasted we lasted for about 12 minutes and then you're just apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. But Usually I can last much longer. He was he was very <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, very funny. Thanks. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I premature epiphany all over his fucking therapy session. Yeah, jizzanied. No, stupid. Carry on. Yeah, I was trying to think of something with acculated at the end, but I, I don't know. Um, I got in and he he told me like what he did, and he's like, I usually work for people. I go in and I work for corporations, mm-hmm. and I spend a lot of time, uh, with guys who have sexual problems. And I was like, it feels like, like it's too specific, like too specific. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. And Are so, you a guy who uh, conquered his own sexual problem? Is that why you're doing yeah, this? Exactly. What makes you the expert? You don't, I don't want to judge, but this guy didn't seem like he fucked at all. Okay, <laughs> He did not seem like much of a stud. Um, so Is that what you're looking fr- for in a therapist? Like you want like a guy who's like doing therapy no, I didn't, like his Harley? I didn't go out and was like, Hey, I have sexual problems. Get me a therapist. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, that's not. I didn't like start with that. I was just like, um, whatever. And so, but he told me basically these are the two things that he does. And I was uh-huh. like, I don't know. And then he spent the first about seven minutes just asking me about my job uh-huh. and asking if my job was making me sad. I was like, yeah, that's, my job's okay, actually. I don't. He's like, well, what about the job before this job? Just asking me about all my jobs. And then it's like, like a fucking like a psychic trying to get back to, you know, anything just to be like, ah, oh, yes. Well, maybe you're sad because of that. You're like, yeah, yeah maybe exactly. working that job four years ago was hard. I guess. I don't know. And then I start hearing noises from his end mm-hmm. and I can see him periodically like. You know, you can tell when someone's making eye contact with somebody. Yeah. And Jesus, a dog just entered your room. Yeah, um, yeah spooky. I, I can just see my therapist making eye contact with someone. And then it sounds like someone's doing dishes. Yeah. In the room <laughs> with him while he's therapying me. Oh, that's not okay. And then as I can hear. hourly rate? How much was his rate if you were 185? Like 185. And as you're like yeah. bearing your soul, you could just hear someone like, like Yeah, I just hear a bunch of stuff. Dishes. And then that. as like the minutes the dishes are going for like a minute, and then he just starts with like, So are you experiencing any sexual problems? As I'm like, I don't like you talking to me or the person doing fucking dishes right now, dude. What's and going so I on? asked him, I was like, is someone in there with you? And he's like, oh, no, that's just there's just some running water. And then I can see (laughs) and then I can see him like wave someone away. (laughs) And then the sound stops. Uh, (laughs) And it's like, that's brutal, man. And then as a as a liar. Also, to interject again, you can't work from home if you don't have a fucking dedicated work from home space that's in a different room than when where dishes are done. Yeah, especially if your job is like phone call, like video yeah. calls. Is this guy wearing people... headphones? He did have headphones. Okay, so, so it's not like that. you're broadcasting your problems to like his nosy wife listening. But he's in. also he's also doing that thing that therapists do. Where he's, in order to validate what I'm saying, he's repeating everything I say back to me. Mm. 
So also just, a great way of padding time. <laughs> yeah, also a great way of letting the dishwasher know exactly what's going on with me and my penis. <laughs> yeah it's like how you have a phone call to like fill in anybody in the room about what's going on yeah it's like oh so you'll be home at eight <laughs> there's like people just off camera and then like if you're gonna lie about what a sound is you can't just stop the sound you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. you that person has to wash dishes for about 45 minutes until this is over in order to keep lie? this lie that you say have. It was? He said it was oh there's that's just some running water. Running what are you near a fucking babbling brook? What are you where are you doing this from? You're in some fairy tale land? Exactly. And he's just like get an office. Oh, yeah, it's like oh there's no one here. It's just some water started to run. And then, like telepathically? and then he like, can you waves. teach me that? Is that why you're is so ex fucking expensive? Yeah, it's like a motion operated thing. You have to like wave at it to get it to turn off. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't think I think I'm going to stop it, actually. And he's like, oh, why? I was like, I just don't. I'm not really. I changed my mind. I think I'm cured. I'm actually I'm good. happy and so hard right now. I yeah. feel so good and hard. My work, I'm very happy at my job. I'm very hard at my job. I'm hard at job. I come. My penis is very happy. And I just like, I can't believe you fucking, and that's why I just shut it off after like 12 minutes. I can't believe you just fucking lied to my face. Yeah. Like, how A am therapist I supposed to tell too. you anything? Yeah. Pardon? A therapist too lies to your yeah. face. Like, A therapist that. just lied right to my face poorly, by the yeah. way. You didn't yeah, even have the courtesy to lie well. Don't you have like an oath you guys have to like go by or something like that? Don't you? You would think. Therapists should have to have a ring made of like, if there's like a bridge that a, like the most people have jumped off and killed themselves, therapists should have to have a ring that's made of that bridge <laughs> to like remind themselves the same way What's engineers that documentary, do. The Bridge? What bridge is that about? Oh, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, right? Yeah, San Francisco. That's the yeah. One. So yeah, if uh, if you're looking for a therapist, I would not recommend Albert Chan over at Sageview. Wow, leaves a little something to be desired. Wow, see Cat Williams throwing major comedians under the bus. Tim Nicholson throwing Alan Chan. Was Albert Alan? Chan. Fuck Albert Chan. Yeah, that was fucking great. I was like. No, that's somebody. He's like, oh, no, it's water. I'm like, what are you doing? So, like, what's the next step? Are you going to, like, try a different consult with a different therapist? Yeah, no, I lined a couple consults up. This is my first time doing therapy. I how wouldn't many, even. How many does it take? Is it like, is it honestly like first dates? Is it like you just have yeah. to do, like, a bunch and then. Oh, for what, sure. I realized I can't have a man. How'd you know last time that it was the right one? Um, I don't know. You're because just you, tired. <laughs> it's you're honestly it, much like a relationship. It's because you're uh, tired of looking. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so you just stay. You're like, this is fine. I'm. I don't hate coming here enough to not come here anymore. Yeah, I'll yeah. just stick around. It's it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, but and then oh yeah, as I was leaving, he's like, all right, well, let me give you one thing that you can take with you like one piece of advice i was like 
okay. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I think it's important for you to write things down. I was like, fuck, all right, thanks. Just the most generic. Like, do you remember when I went to that personal does he know trainer? What you do? Like, does he know that you, did you ever mention that you do stand up or that you like no, spend a lot of your time? way too vulnerable. Well, I, I mean, would like, talk about my penis for 45 minutes before I would say stand up comedy. But like the therapist, just in terms of like how much writing you do, because we just end up doing a lot more writing than I most just, people do. You know, I so I think for most people, it's a good face. tip. But for, you know, us, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah write it. A good idea. I, well, I let's all start writing face. stuff down. And I was like, the, the idea of stand-up comedy is way too much for him. He he can't. There's no way he can deal with like artistic insecurities. Also, it would just be like uh, you would say it and you would just be like, oh, oh. And then he would have like some anecdote and he would tell you about his favorite comic who's like someone no, you think that sucks. And it Nightmare. would just be not a good uh, interaction. And then he would have to like tie a lot of stuff back into comedy because it'd be like that therapizing, like, oh, make it, you know, accessible to their world. Yeah. But then it's absolutely. like it's inaccessible because they're doing references that don't make any fucking sense because they don't know what they're talking about <laughs> in the stand up world. You know? Yeah. I don't know if I would I would share it with a therapist at some point, you know, but. I don't think so. Never? I remember. No, I remember my first. But nah, I would. But I remember my first therapist. Like I went when I was in my early 20s, which is why we now have a podcast, because I am alive. And um, <laughs> I was that. like. I was like, I'm having trouble, you know, getting out of bed and leaving the house. Mm hmm. But also I do stand up comedy. And she's like, how do you get over social anxieties to go do that? It's like, I don't know. It's different. It's not the same thing. It is. It is weird how compartmentalized it is in terms of like, I think for years, the only self-confidence I had was tied to stand up. I was like, yeah, yeah, I can go do this in front of like 200 people. No problem. Whatever. But having a one on one vulnerable conversation with someone like get the fuck out of here. I want to tell I, that I, room of 200 people how my penis is small. I realized the worst moment in all of human existence for me mm -hmm. is uh when you're like standing at a party or a bar and you aren't in a conversation and you're just like holding a drink and just like standing yeah you're and like you need limbo. to decide which conversation to join that's like it gives me like flop sweats just thinking about it yeah and by Nightmare. join it's like you're almost just like a like a wallflower just like waiting to have like a quip to come in and then as you're like inserting your quip you're hoping you're not met with you know judgmental stares or like uh, yeah. people looking at you like they fucking hate your guts or someone leaves that conversation after you join and you're like cool all right yeah it's like it's like jumping into like double dutch yeah and it's like i hope i don't ruin this for everybody <laughs> but i don't know his some people are just bad at their jobs yeah and it doesn't feel like you should be allowed to be bad at that job. Again, there's some jobs you shouldn't, you can't do from home. There's some jobs you can't be bad at. Yeah. That it's is like, one it's of a, them. It's a ripoff if you're bad at it. But on, do you think at that point, if like you had this session with them 
and you got a head on your shoulders. So you know that, you know, this guy's just not worth it and you're not going to go with it. So do you think it's kind of on the person who is like, yeah, whatever, I'll try this out? Or do you think a man like that makes a whole career out of people who are uh, just agreeing to the first therapist they find out of like spite from a partner? You know, like someone telling them they need to try yeah, therapy. My, so they just like my wife says I have to do this or she'll leave me. So you'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think he just makes his bones off guys, guys who like work too hard and are addicted to pornography or something. He makes his bones off guys who can't bones. I don't know. What? He makes what his that? bones <laughs> off of like guys who can't get boners. Oh, know. that stunk. I didn't like that at all. Well, oh, that was really bad. Remember when I'll I had talk that about uh, in therapy, Tim? Remember when I had that? <laughs> I was. Yeah, I'm just gonna talk about you. Um, do you remember talk when I had that Al, personal though. trainer? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. hot lady. And she was just there for two sessions, and uh, it was just her. At my all her clients were just like me and pregnant ladies. <laughs> and a certain um, cup size you need to get trained by this lady. So absolutely, yeah. It's, People with a big belly and at least bees. <laughs> and um, at the end of it, she was like, all right, so we're going to put you on something. It's going to be a push day and then a pull day and a leg day. And I was like, I can't believe I just spent so much money to get something that you got off the Internet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so upset. And that's the problem with a lot of. Tra- and OK, so how did you find that trainer? Did you just Google trainer and you just pick the first one? She was at the gym I go to, and they were like, Oh, are, like assigned by the gym? Yeah. And they were like, The first question is, like, Are you okay having a woman as a trainer? And I was like, Of course. Of course. Why would I not be okay with it? And then I was like, eh. She was definitely jacked. You know what? I think, I think we should try and find therapists relating to like the same model that I would. I would find a coach for weightlifting because I would only ever get a weightlifting coach who looked like I want to look or had the strength I wanted to have. So I would need to vouch a therapist to make sure that they have the emotional strength that I'm <laughs> looking for. You know, all, I'd be like, yo, what's dad. happened in your life? Oh, you're all an orphan. Right now. I want to see how this conversation goes and then I'll decide. Yeah. Yeah. I want to like hear a life story that brings me to tears at some point and then they overcame it. And now they're helping others. Be like, All right. Now we're here. I get it. Yeah. Okay. This is what I want. I need to vouch you as like a human being. This isn't a haircut. We're trying to like undo some like wires that are you're like a bomb uh, diffuser. <laughs> yeah. With like I don't my want... childhood. I don't want to know if you're diffusing my bomb. I don't want to know that you got this job because your dad was a bomb diffuser and he had like an inn at the bomb diffuser place and yeah, you didn't yeah. know what to do with your life. So now <laughs> yeah. you diffuse bombs. Cause like, what else are you going to do? Ah, oh, man. You know what? I'm like halfway through that book about that Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia massacre. And, um, a lot of it is just like sad because it's a lot of like how the RCMP operates is a, a lot of people who have the high up jobs are just kind of people who get shuffled through, different positions where they're never really getting experience at any given things. They're just doing this officer of relations for two years and then this and this and this, and then they're ahead of like some big department or like ahead of everything in all of Nova Scotia. And they don't really know what they're fucking doing at all. Yeah. 
I don't have anything to that. add, but that sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just sad to see in that uh in that regard. But again, it's just there's some jobs that you can't phone in. Literally, yeah. you can't be from home. You can't phone in the job in terms of how you're doing it. I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of zoned out for a second. I don't really, I don't okay. even know what we're talking about at the moment. <laughs> That's okay. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm trying to keep what? this going, but I'll take the conversation <laughs> in a completely different uh, direction. I did some shows uh, this sorry. weekend at, at Levity and they were a lot of fun. Well, Friday was kind of lame, but that always kind of happens with Fridays because the audience is tired and it's hard to get laughs rolling. Work weeks are long. I get it. But uh, for sure, Saturday was a lot of fun. There was a comic who was doing a guest spot, and the comic was not doing great. They had a lot of like, uh, they had some family members in the crowd, and I think they brought out some friends. So they had like uh, some supportive laughs. But there's this one guy who kind of looked like Voldemort in the front row, and his heads were like in his hands. Oh, no. And he was just like so visibly in pain. And I was almost laughing at that guy. Cause I was going after this comic and That's I thought great. about addressing it, but at the same time, it's like, you know, the, that comics families, there, their friends, I'm going to alienate their friends at the start of my 20 minute set. So that yeah. they hate me. Like, it's just a and weird also, look. You don't need to, like you've done this for long enough that you don't need to, yeah, like, and it's just you can kinda... reset the room on your own. It's needlessly mean. And honestly, the the host, he reset the room completely. Like the, it was fucking hotter and pissed by the time I got up there. It was, it was Ooh, awesome. But anyways, me and piss hot. Me and Tig, like the host of the show, we're, you know, standing in the lobby as the headliners up, and this audience member comes up to us and he just talks about like Baltimore. Uh, yeah, Baltimore comes up and he's just it's like in the uh, back of another man's head. <laughs> he's like, Man, that comic was so bad. Like, why don't you guys like say anything? Like you just like no one addresses it. How fucking <laughs> bad they are. Like, holy fuck, that was bad. And we're like, uh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, like uh it's not on us to pass that judgment. It's like it's you guys who pass that judgment by not laughing. That's how you kind of yeah, decide I think they what's got bad it. or not. Uh <laughs> but then this guy kind of devalued his opinion by uh well, it's just gonna kind of out the comedian a little bit who it was, but he just goes, okay. uh well, he's just like, well, you know, no women are funny. No women are funny. You know, I used to think all uh, no women were funny. I watched one video where a woman made me laugh one time and I was like, oh, thank God I'm not sexist. As if just like <laughs> one woman I makes you laugh, it doesn't make you a fucking piece of shit. And then he starts <laughs> talking to Tyg about Tyg had this joke that this guy just took in a completely different direction in his brain and thought Tig was talking about fat chicks when he was not in any regards in any, like <laughs> even this guy started bringing up. He's just like, yeah, I wish you went harder on fat chicks. Like you just started a little bit, but I wish you fucking went in on them. Like fucking gross. And I was like, me and Tiger, like, uh, Oh, okay. I don't really know what you're talking about. Tig's like, I don't have any jokes about that. And then afterwards, like, Tig's like, do I have any jokes about that? And I was like, no, that guy's <laughs> fucking, out of his mind, of his mind, dude. Out of his yeah. mind. But like you can't. I don't want to pass judgment on anyone who comes to a comedy show alone and sits in the front row. No, no. He was with people. He was with people. I don't want to make this guy seem like some like loner weirdo. He was a loner weirdo with two other 
loner weirdos. And they were like, honestly, they were nice people. They sat in the front row. They laughed when the show was funny. So I can't it, fault that's them. That's cool. Yeah. It's, I, I don't can know. fault them for a I, shitty opinion. I kind of, sure, I kind of get it. Like, there's a reason why I feel bad whenever I do poorly because you're just like wasting people's time to get yeah. better. It'd be like if you made everyone at the gym stop and watch you try to do a bench press. <laughs> it's like, thank you for paying attention to me as I try to get better at this. And honestly, it just sucks when you, and I mean, I've done it. I've eaten shit on the weekends, but God, to eat that much shit on a weekend show, you know, like people pay yeah, money tough. to go to that. At least there's like good headliners. And I mean, like me and Tig were, were good, but yeah, it's that's the thing. But I mean, I'm not going to fault know, someone. Like, how for, long are the guest spots? Like five minutes? Fucking get over it. Five to seven. But you know yeah. what? You know what Levity just it. did that's fucking amazing is they put in a clock for your sets. Oh, my God. And now Thank there's goodness. like you literally and it's a it's an uptick of a clock. So I was honestly, uh, you know, I was kind of nervous on Friday because I'm performing Levity's that much. Best. I was a bit rusty. But on Saturday with this clock. I would say bits and then I'd be able to like time them out. And I got to a point where I would just be like, you know, I was at like 13 minutes, but I was like, fuck it. Let's do a bit. I would close with now and then just see what my brain wants to do afterwards. Cause I'll know nice, how much time is left. Did you and do 20. Like, yeah. But I was like, this is like a, I wish every club had this. Cause I just immediately feel so much better with that. And then clock. you look back at the video of you on stage. And you're just staring, staring at, at the, the clock. clock. Yeah. Just not even looking. <gasps> Anyways, uh, <laughs> just trying to fill the time. And uh, goodbye, I'm Duck. <laughs> and my name's Duck Conan. I, uh, yeah, man, that's all. I love Levity. That place is great. Yeah, but I don't. Club. I'm there on Wednesday again. Come check me out if you're in uh, Hamilton. I am uh, competing for Hamilton's Funniest Comedian, an award I've just been oh my giving myself God. already. But I'm going <laughs> go claim it. I am so excited for you to lose that. Yeah, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh man, I'm you're gonna, gonna lose be so bad. Pissed. Uh, yeah, you're not even yeah, gonna well. place. <laughs> it's gonna really hurt your feelings. Yeah, yeah. They the do a top you were five. Just I don't make it. <laughs> the comic you were just talking about that that guy hates is gonna finish like seventh, and you're gonna finish eighth. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'll be, dude, I'll be so pissed. <laughs> yeah, I'll be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I am dude I don't know I uh I need to start doing bad again I'm gonna start doing real bad again I've decided yeah, some, you have to you have to plan it out sometimes and yeah, I think it, for a while doesn't it motivate you to write if it goes bad like if I have a bad set I'm immediately motivated just in my core to be like well let's it's, not experience that again that feels so bad afraid of doing bad lately yeah. And even, you know what? I wrote out a lot of jokes I wanted to try on Saturday. And even though the set was good, I looked at the list and I was like, I didn't do most of these jokes that were like relatively new because I'm a little coward. But yeah. that being said, not to like promote again mid roll, but I have a new show starting March 4th at the Staircase Woo! Theater called Sweating Woo! It Out. And it's going to be comics wearing sweats, like a sweatshirt, sweatpants, doing all brand new material. And the audience is also going to be wearing sweatpants and sweatshirts. If not, the tickets cost five more dollars. If uh, if you wanted to know what the outline of comedians' dicks look like, come to Doug 
Koning's show at the Staircase Theater. Yeah, I will only be booking big penises other than myself and uh, Tim, obviously. <laughs> Not obviously. <laughs> I wear a lot of jeans. <clears throat> did you get did you get new pants? Yeah. No, I uh good. I have a big boy job now, Doug. The days of old one pants Tim are over. Yeah, it's I not got good. two pants. For a guy who loves the word pants so much, you own so little pants for so long. I know. I'm like we always talk about it's pretty funny for how often we talk about like how we're turning our lives around, how much fatter we both keep getting consistently but the top <laughs> yeah. of my pants have how can we turn that, our like, light what are we fucking doing circles because it's just yeah, exactly. we're just spinning in place my just life getting fatter. 60 degrees you know what we're doing we're spinning on like a pottery wheel and we're just getting shorter and fatter <laughs> as the gravity just whips us around pa- the tops of my jeans have started doing that thing where they like curled in 90 degrees oh yeah because <laughs> like they're like all right and we go up here and the belly is out here and you know what I did the other out. day? I was I wanted to get some chips and salsa and I was at Walmart and uh, the chips I get, the great value chips are on the top shelf at the back. And I went to grab the chips <laughs> and in the reaching for the chips, a bunch of flub just like fell out of like my pants, <laughs> like skin and fat was just like just like fell out of there. And I just like put the chips back, tucked that in. So I was like, you Good don't get you, that, man. That's the diet plan is if you do that, <laughs> then you don't get that. Yeah. All like the that's horrific. On the top shelf. If there was someone in the aisle, like if there was some elderly lo- woman, she would have been like, I would have rather you showed me your wiener. That would have been less <laughs> jarring to see than just like a fat fold. It's just like a massive tit fall out of your shirt. God, it's just like a fucking disrespectful thing. It's like when it happened at the gym, but the gym was worse because it was both sides and I was holding dumbbells. They're like just trapped. It's like you have these like iron handcuffs. And now you're in a sports bra. I had a I had a boot come untied the other day, and I'm at a point now where I can't tie my shoe in public without showing my butt crack to the world. Oh yeah. So I've just like I had to go like find a corner to sit in while I found some geometric way to tie my shoe. See, that's the thing is I have to lose weight because I just I both don't have the money and refuse to buy new clothes. And Mm. so I'm just getting bigger in the clothes that I have. (laughs) The last (laughs) relationship where a girl bought me things. I'm just like (laughs) sizing out of the fucking everything that I own. That's not sweats. So it's I. you know what? I'm going to start. Well, obviously, I'm going to start eating better, but I have to start shame wearing the clothes that are too small because I would do that sometimes. And then just just to walk around public, be like, this feel good. You feel good looking this bad. Look at this. <laughs> this is crazy. They can see pimples on your fucking thighs. That's how tight yeah, these we, pants are. You see Doug walking around in a bikini. <laughs> Fat shaming <laughs> myself down Hamilton. It's important to know. Honestly, not ah, even top 10 is. weirdest things on Barton. I didn't start a timer. That's okay. I kind of I have a f- idea of how long we've been going. Sick. How long we've been? I think going. about a half an hour or so. Hey, all right. We'll not bad. Post. Yeah, that's fine. I um. Oh, it was great. Uh, January's a big, like, birthday month for my family. January, February. Okay. So this on uh, Saturday, I went in and just did three birthdays just bop 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 
one after the other after the other. It was just Damn. like an hour, an hour, an hour, and then I was out. <laughs> it was sweet. It was my dad, and then my grandma, and then I met my new nephew. Nice. His actual yeah. birth. Yeah. It was like, he's so little. He's like two weeks old. He's tiny. Just shit his pants right in my lap. It's it's weird how small they are and how fast they grow. It really reminds me of, did you ever get those like little sponge uh, dinosaur things that you put in a little dish of water and then overnight yeah. they soak up and they get really big? It's like kids grow at that rate organically. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, not absolutely. not quite at that rate, but you know, no, like yeah, they, they grow they're right there. <laughs> they grow a lot. Yeah. Like, and imagine prep, when do you think is the next time water. you're going to see this kid? Like, what's the next oh. holiday you're compelled to go back for? Honestly, my mom's birthday is in like two weeks. Q1 is really difficult uh, yeah. for our birthday. I'm just in London, freaking constantly. Have but, you ever thought no, of like I'm going to go in a couple of weeks, and he'll be a massive. He'll be a full grown man. Because, again, you're like a big boy job. Have you ever thought of just treating yourself to like if you are going to have to go back to London so much, like get like a first class train ticket there and back? All right. Easy. Why not? Easy. I'm not that making that much. Do you know how much that is? No. (laughs) Dude, obviously not, Tim. I don't either, but I'm pretty sure it's like 200 bucks. You're doing all it's right, right? Each Mike has got to come to. That's four hundred dollars for us to go to coach? London. <laughs> coach, it's still like a hundred bucks a piece. She's not VP of Tech Communication Relation Business. You're mixing up my current job title with my title in the Juggling Club at Western University. <laughs> <laughs> I am no longer VP Communications. Okay, I'm Senior Associate Engineer of Product Development. What's the last juggling correspondence you had in, in any regard? Oh, I didn't do anything. I was completely fictional because the the, the club was just my friend who was the president uh-huh. and then a bunch of grad students. But in order for it to be a club, you had to have a certain amount of undergraduate students in these positions. Okay. So I was just VP communications on paper. I didn't communicate with shit. I also couldn't juggle, really. Uh, wow. Just living this lie, eh? I can juggle a little. Like I went to a few I went to a few of the clubs and we would be in the uh we'd be in the main floor lobby of the main student building mm-hmm. where like the wave and all these like student bars are. And I remember I was in there and I was like God, I feel like such a fucking loser. But outside, outside the doors, right in front of us through this window was like a LARPing club where they would show up with like swords made out of uh, paper towel rolls and shields made out of pizza boxes. And then they would get in a circle and like fight each other. Oh, yeah. Like, ah, we're not so bad. It could you be know worse. what? You know, and you know what? I would have even judged those guys when I was in university. But looking back, I bet you those guys are getting so much LARPing pussy. Like, if there are any girls taking part in LARP, I bet you they're yeah. just having, like, these fucking gangbang orgies. It's just like the drama kids in school. They're all fucking, like, crazy. Except for me. So different. So different. What? You think LARPing is, so like, different. that different than a drama club? 
Yes. It's like a drama club, but they're yes. like they want to be Lord of the Rings. Like the action. <laughs> like an action drama Dude, club. LARPing club action is club. so different from drama club. What are you talking about? They're they're similar. There's probably like a Venn diagram <laughs> of crossover between people who enjoy both. Did you know anybody who LARPed? No. No one knew anyone who LARPed. Why'd you say it like in such a disgusting, disgusted way? I'm sure they're good people. I'm sure they're great people, but I don't know. Thing I don't even know if I'd call it a lack of shame, or if it's just like a removal from society to fake sword fight with wrapping paper tubes. You know, you know what it is? It's uh, it's because we live in a world without like physical bullying, or at least bullying in like that, you know, in person sense. So then people get away with doing this like dumb bullshit because no one's well, going to come like they're all like a biker gang is going to drive by and, and just like sucked all day. Beat them up. Kind of Doug Coning. Yeah, dude, because weirdos have weirdos have sex with other weirdos. That's what they Not do. All of them. You know, there was no girls doing that LARPing thing. No. Okay, well, then maybe those guys don't fuck. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what? They're probably like mathematicians or something, so they're probably fucking now, and they're just probably paying for it. Oh. Or they're those poor, guys poor who... Guys. Like, who is that? I saw some OnlyFans story about some guy who spent like $600,000 on some OnlyFans model, and then she was like kind of rude to him. I can't remember what she did. Yeah, of course you would, you, you would be. Because... I don't know. Maybe that's it's what like, he wants. I don't know. No, like you have to. If someone gives you too much money for that, you have to reject them or become subservient to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? If someone gave you $600,000 to do stand up for them constantly, you either have to, you either have to be like, hey, fuck you, <laughs> or yes, sir. Like those are your only two options. Man, you know I mean? imagine if that got to a point where, like, the world's billionaires, they would just, like, do you know how, like, Martin Screlly owned that one album that there was just, like, one copy of so that no one else yeah, could hear it? Yeah, that was weird, that Wu-Tang album. Like, what if fucking Bill Gates was like, no, I have Nate Bargetsy on retainer. No one gets to ever hear a funny thought that comes out of Nate Bargetsy's <laughs> mind except for me. <laughs> that would be. It's like Nate yeah, Bargetsy's, like, his in-court jester. <laughs> comes out in a silly hat holding a microphone and uh so <laughs> I don't have a good Nate impression I don't know something <laughs> that's that's all I have is yeah I've never seen a horse go to sleep so um did you bit. hear about that great um bit. did you hear about that uh it's like Saudi Arabian I want to say Prince, just one of the people there who has more money than exists. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they rented out Beyonce and Beyonce just like did a concert in their living room for just like a guy sitting on the couch next to just like go ahead. And then she just did a concert, made an insane amount of money and left. I like that. And that's that's a transference of money that I'm okay with because Beyonce's just getting back pay for, you know, 
putting in what? How long has Beyonce been in the public eye building up the brand of Beyonce to what it is now? Like she's just if she's getting paid by like some Sikh oil baron's son, like I don't know, a million dollars to perform in a living room, like fucking hell yeah. She's always Good been Beyonce. Beyonce. What are you talking about? There was I no I don't Beyonce think there was a whole... start somewhere. She I was on an guess. episode of Smart Guy. She wasn't in some fucking oil baron's living room. She was also in Destiny's Child. Bootylicious came out before I even understood what that meant. Yeah. Like, she's been famous for so long. But that's what I mean. This is all back pay for, you know, she's I been guess. killing it for weird. decades. If you decades, could have one, dude. if you could have one art artist on retainer, and you're just like, I get it all. Who would you have? Oh, fuck. Dude, it would have to be like Bill Burr. He'd be like my hired little, <laughs> he'd be like my support animal, but it would just be like, I'd have like a harness on him and it would just be like a leash. And he'd be like, oh, this is fucking, look at this line. Like I went to Super Ontario today and he would just be keep... yelling, sitting beside me. That's what I want. <laughs> How much do you think it would cost to keep Bill Burr on a leash for a year? Oh my God. Like a billion dollars. Not an around-the-neck leash, like one of those backpack leashes yeah, they put yeah. on children. No, no, I'm not, like, fucking choking him and jerking off while I'm doing it. Like, it's, like, you think a, a billion just would do so it? he can't get away. Because a billion's not what it used to be, okay? Do you just think have him be, take him for, to the zoo be like, dude! What would be the amount of money for a year of your life you would sacrifice and live that way, where you were on a leash and you were just, like, someone's little entertaining, smacking the symbols together monkey to, you know... Keep them laughing. $150,000. Yes. What about you? Honestly, probably even less. I'd probably do it for like 50K. I'll do it for a teacher's salary. Why not? For a year? All right. I get to live in your cool house. You have $50,000 to spare on the teachers only make $50,000. I think that's what they start at. I don't know. I got them. Oh, man. I hope they make more than that. That's tough. It's, it honestly seems like such a brutal, brutal job now. It's so crazy to me to think that I ever thought that, yeah, I'll do this. I want to do this job. You want to be a teacher? For a long time. That's why I went to school for history, dude, because I was going to be like a history teacher. But I think that's just because I idolized my history teacher, and he Mm. made history really interesting and entertaining. And I think what I realized I wanted was actually a crowd and to entertain. I was like, I don't need to fucking mark stuff. I don't need (laughs) to teach anything. Yeah. Syllabus. Fuck that. Oh, um, I just remembered reminded of something that uh Micah showed me this week, which was um there's a group of Mormon families that live in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And they're all just these Instagram families. And there's like ten of them, and they all just live on the beach, and they just have like abs and blonde-haired children and they like just a perfect society yeah exactly and you can just do a deep dive on these people because they put their entire lives on the like i went on one of their websites and it was just a big link that said my fourth miscarriage story and then it's a picture of like it's like her looking at an ultrasound with a nurse there and the her husband's clearly holding the camera and also holding her hand 
in the photo while he's like Jesus. snapping this picture. And it's just these weird staged photos like that. And then they're like, here's what I'm making. And the next post, like, here's what I'm making my family for lunch today. It's like, here's it's, us at the beach. There's like, a, I get it. You're trying to make people comfortable with, you know, different things that are hard in your life. But there's like a certain amount of oversharing that, like, at the same time, it's fascinating. But it's also like, God, I feel like almost invasive like were you ever like a vlog fan was there anybody who's like vlogs you no at all? i never really got into those youtube video things there was this there's this one guy who was a bassist in some like shitty band that i don't care about it was like some young pop rock band or whatever his name was like charlie something really big vlogger who did it every day for years for like five or six years but while yes. he was doing it like a year or two into it he got diagnosed hey with a- youtube it's charlie I'm here to tell you all about it kind of what he sounds like uh, a little but it's bit like but to kiss a girl like a, a year or two in he gets diagnosed with a brain tumor so he goes oh, through with shit. like all the chemo and he has like the surgery and he comes out of surgery and is like his speech is different he doesn't have control of his hand in the same way and you get to watch his physio journey back to being like himself again over like a year it's fucking crazy to see but I you wouldn't... also see this guy go from like one marriage with a girl named Allie to divorcing her to getting married to a different girl <laughs> named Allie. Dude loves alleys, man. It's just like what I guess like some people like? have I'm a type. Like an alley. Some people have a very specific type. Some people <laughs> yeah. have a name tag. That's what they mean by type. Like a typed <laughs> word on a name tag. Well, that's what it like these Mormon people. I sort of did some research into them. They seem fine. Some of them have way too many kids and they're like all like cousins and brother not together dating but like you know it's like one couple and then the husband's brother lives next door and then they're whatever yeah yeah. but there's that layer but then there's the layer below that where if you go on the subreddits you get all the people who comment on the things that they do and it'll be like she's not she's feeding her son pretzels and not watching is this neglectful and then just like a hundred comments about that like what like, no are those water wings in the pool? That doesn't seem safe to me. Like, comments. I see so much of that stuff on Instagram, and I honestly don't. Are these just people who are like stoking a flame for the sake of stoking the flame? Like you're just trying to piss people off by saying something like that, or are people like actually thinking that if you're not like staring at your kid as they're eating a pretzel, that you're a neglectful parent? Well. I think a lot of it, a lot of it is that they're actually um, trying to say, you see these people we worship? Here's why I'm better than them. Here's why uh, I'm actually good. And a lot of them yeah. are like, a lot of them are like, I don't have kids, but this doesn't seem right to me. And then there's just a bunch of other people who don't have kids just talking their shit. It fucking rules. You know, you a, should really check it out. You know, it's like a, a form of media I just can't get on board with because it just does nothing for me. It's like hate following people, like following someone's demise. Oh, it's pretty nice. Like it's I like good. that with like people I went to high school with I didn't like, but not with just like a stranger <laughs> on the internet. Like that feels well, weird because I'm like I don't have a reason to hate this person. You know, like like you ever heard of Amber Lynn Reed? You know who that is? No idea. Big fat YouTube lady, but 
she like she lost 80 pounds years ago, but then put on like 300. So now she's like 500 pounds. And I guess she's like abusive to people. and stuff. I don't know. But like you read the comments on her videos and people are so fucking mean. <laughs> and I just don't know why it's like, yeah, she's mentally ill and she's like clearly like kind of like, I don't know, psychotic, but like she's still mentally ill and you're fucking so mean. Yeah, but they're all also mentally ill. We're all they're all mentally ill, Doug. It's like this weird, like, uh, like Dexter logic of, you know, well, let's bully the bullies into submission. What's the latest name? uh, Amberlynn, all one word, red flag right there. Uh, Reed, R E I D. But yeah, she got uh, famous she... doing like mukbangs because she's like a bigger lady who just eats like a bunch of food. And I don't I, I honestly don't know why she's famous for the most part, but like See, I just don't Am- understand. Amberlyn Reed, not I probably don't care about her content. That's not yeah, for me. But for you. you know what? It, you know, what is for me. There's a subreddit called Amberverse. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. That's where you're going to have fun. But they have 22,000 members. And it's just people being like mean. I just Is this how why. she feeds her cats? Just a giant overflowing bowl of dry kibble on the counter? Yikes on bikes. <laughs> but like, oh my, there's who so cares? mean. Who cares? Who cares? How she feeds her cats. Who cares? And it's just like hundreds of thousands, 22,000 people, a small city in Ontario collectively <laughs> getting together on the internet to be like, fuck this fat lady who's who's struggling yeah. with her weight. ALR. I never lied about my weight. Also, ALR. I lied about my weight. Dispectful. <laughs> yeah, like, Dude, I'm going to spend all night on this. Yeah, There's you're rules. welcome. You're welcome. Just such it's just so evil oh my god a picture of her face and then the comment is the only hole she can wipe oh dude that's fucking (laughs) so mean (laughs) so fucking mean holy fuck do you think these are like the same people that like comment on the pictures of like bigger people they know like oh my god you're beautiful you're so perfect like you ever hear that bill burr joke about girls do that because they're like they're complimenting you because they're just glad that there's one less girl they're competing against you know what i mean like they're like oh, you're beautiful yeah. like keep them out of the running so yeah keep That's thinking that it was, it was a good <laughs> bit it was better when he said it like i have oh, my yeah. leash here i just tug him over do it do it bill <laughs> say ah, you know <laughs> oh yeah if you had bill burr on the leash would he have to do the bits you wanted or could he like do new stuff i'd honestly i would want him to be doing new stuff but occasionally i'd be like all right just just do this do the helicopter bit and he's like i've fucking done the helicopter bit 80 times this year it's <laughs> march i'm like bill a whole a year choke chain on him come on <laughs> what if at okay. the end of the year i was just like so bill uh number one thanks for doing this number two i do not have a billion dollars <laughs> he just chokes court, me with like, what's the... he gonna do just take no money 
Okay. Sorry. I'm just looking at her. Like, yeah, you're hateful... recording a podcast right now, Tim. You're not doing some light reading. <laughs> the hateful Reddit group is has 22,000 followers. Her Instagram 20, has 17,000 followers. And, uh, but her YouTube has like 230,000. So, yeah, she's doing okay. You do wonder, like, if she didn't have this many people being so mean to her, would she have to have a normal job? Yeah. And you know what? I think that's what it is to her is she's like, well, this is the lesser of two evils. I'd rather be getting rich off of, you know, this shit. And she probably just doesn't even look at comments anymore. Or maybe she just like reads their comments about being a fat cow and then just like wipes her eyes with hundred dollar bills. Cause she's like, I'm making money off your views. You fucking loser. Like you're talking yeah. shit, but you're watching this. So what was the, I mean, who's yeah, that was the bigger like that, idiot? That pro bowler. This is just like the guy who just had great quotes. He's the guy who said, um, who do you think you are? I am. Oh, like I that love child. that guy when he gets the strike. Yeah. yeah. And did you know he said that to a child? <laughs> yeah, a child That's was great. heckling him in like the crowd of the bowling tournament. And he got a strike and he turned to a child and was like, who do you think you are? I am. The guy rules. Anyway, Damn. they did like a mini doc on him because I guess he's one of the best bowlers ever. And he said, and he was quoted as saying, um, love me or hate Lee, love me or hate me. You all still watched. And it's like, dude, how are you this fucking like Yogi Berra of quotes, basically. Dude, when he says that, all I hear is fucking like bad to the bone in my head, like. Yeah, just the coolest fucking dude. Yeah, he's got like leather gloves that he uses when he like throws the ball. Honestly, I've watched a lot of videos about bowling. It is fucking fascinating, like the science that goes into how the balls are engineered and even like uh this big long video about bowling. There's this part about how bowling came over from like England in like the 16, 1700s, whatever to America's, but people gamble on it, like gamble on how many pins you knock down shit like that. So the church mm. outlawed uh nine pin bowling. And then to get around the law, uh, bowling places just made 10 pin bowling. <laughs> and then the law was just like, fuck it, whatever you can bowl. You can bowl, whatever, because it was just like <laughs> such a big thing. People weren't going to have taken away. They were so ready with 11 pin bowling. They were like, I am. I've already figured out where it's going to go. They're just like shaking. Yeah, we got a fun yeah. shape. Well, do they know we're going to move to eight pin bowling? They'll have no idea. <laughs> this one's going up your ass. If you try and yeah. make us add another pin. All right. I feel like that's enough. Yeah, we're we're pretty close to an hour. Uh, do you got any plugaroos the, this week, Tim? Let's see. Um, I'm on the I'm on that show with you. Yeah, me and tomorrow. Tim are going to be at Fixed Gear Brewing in uh, Guelph. It's got Tim a Nicholson weird address. Of Comedy Bar. Yeah, and Doug Coning of Yuck Yucks finalist. I don't know what it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fixed Gear Brewing, eight thirty p.m. I'm pretty sure it's free. Come check out the show. They got really good beer, really good pizza. It's going to be a lot Sick. of fun. On Wednesday, I'm at uh, Hamilton, uh, Hamilton's uh, Hamilton's Hamilton's Funniest Comic at Levity Comedy Club. Uh, so hopefully I win that. Uh, what am I doing on Friday? Oh, Friday, I'm doing a show in Burlington. If you're in Burlington, come out to the show on Friday. Look at the kid. Whoops. 
Sorry, that was a, a video. It's a comedy at the porthouse. Did you just accidentally start playing porn on the pod? No, no, no. It's like a, a clip on my story of a guy doing this like powerlifting weight lift where he like brings it up to above his head like a jerk and clean or whatever. And then he loses control of it and starts running forward. And it the video ends with him just throwing it towards the referee. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Just watching a guy doing jerk and cleans on your phone. Hey. <laughs> But yeah, Malekis is on this show, Anthony Malekis, the show on Friday. And then on Saturday, I'm doing Rusty Nail in uh, Kitchener with uh, Jared Campbell's headlining. That'll be a fun as fuck show. That guy's super funny. And I'm going up oh, with yeah. uh, He's Obiso Oh, yeah, the funniest Camiso. people in the country. Do you know, I want to say winner? No, I think just nominated. But still. Well, he should have won. Yeah. He's fucking great. Yeah, the politics, you know. Ah, woke. <laughs> yeah, you Stuff. got anything other than Tuesday? Nah, I don't think so. Okay. I'm just starting at the bottom again. I'm just doing mics and trying to not, you know, try to feel like I'm whatever. Shut up. Mind your own <laughs> business. Don't have, if I have if I have shows, I'll say the shows. Okay. Wow. I don't All need right. this from you. Guys, that's the podcast. It was like uh, as I went always... and saw a movie with Micah the other day. Uh-huh. And I was gonna go get snacks, but then I went and took a poo. <laughs> and then I came back and I was like, Oh yeah, I uh I haven't been to get snacks yet. Did you want anything? And she was like, "Where did you go?" I was like, Don't ask me where I went. That's no none of their business. It's disrespectful. I, oh, I was like three rows behind her. I was like, "Don't make me yell this at you." <laughs> All right, guys, that's the podcast. As always, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm gonna post full videos of the podcast going forward on YouTube and uh, still audio on Spotify. See Again, how well for lit I am. Yeah, so dude. See so yeah, how we're lit. Lit, well lit as fuck. All right. Goodbye, everyone. We love you. Goodbye.